Hey, it's Slowdown producer Micah. What poems have helped you slow down, have made you stop and reflect? We want you to send us your selections for a series of upcoming episodes. Head to slowdownshow.org community to submit, or go to our Instagram at slowdownshow to find out more. I'm Major Jackson, and this is The Slowdown. If it were up to me, everything I love would have a poem in praise of it. I mean, everything. Homemade chocolate cookies, park benches, sinuous roads beside city rivers, even to that clear plastic cap on a newly purchased deodorant stick that this morning I only figured out the best way to remove. Turn the dial. When poets undertake the mantle of poeting, they inherit a set of unwritten, yet embedded job descriptions. Over and over again, they must show how one thing is like another, find new ways to describe the moon, write an epithalamium, a wedding poem celebrating the coming together of a couple, pen a sonnet that seeks to rival Shakespeare. And delightedly, they must pay tribute to ideas and objects that their eyes and hearts settle on, especially the momentously underappreciated. The more unnoticed, the greater our delight, like Pablo Neruda elevating his socks. Odes shape a poet's attention into a formality of praise. The tone is one of celebratory reflection. I'm given to such poems because even during moments of struggle, they raise my spirits. I take stock of the world as poets guide me through the history and inner reaches of objects in our lives. I dwell in the ecstatic as each poem models an absorptive dive into the world of things. As a result, I see the good rather than the bad. This has become, eventually, my natural response to life. All thanks to odes. Today's lyrical poem enlarges my perception of games. How often what lies beneath coordinated play is a series of inferred meaning and elegant relations that increase my connection and love of the world. Ode to Badminton by Pragita Sharma. For Lisa. Today, my sixth sense tells me to play badminton. A game of yielding. Of volleying a shuttlecock back and forth. A game named after a chair. Named after the Duke of Beaufort's country seat. This game imitates tennis, but our birdie is much more exquisite. The obligations of a ball are somehow graceless when compared to a piece of rubber with a crown of fine feathers. This sport, where the signature is the flight of a bird, a backhand is as necessary as the yield it purports. We know intuitively 
that the meaning of the game is that it is not the sideline of tennis, not an observer resisting participants, but rather for the mischievous or creative sorts that need duplicity to determine a sound trajectory. Also, it is a pretty thing to go up in the sky as sweet as stellar, bespangled with small stars, as well as yourself if you are hit in the head with a racket. Alas, the birdie itself is never a painful hit, like its replacement, the tennis ball. The birdie is a Florence Nightingale, if you will. Only do not get her in the eye. It will soar to the light base of the racket, above the long, thin handle. I hit it firmly as it continues to engage me. I stand in the backcourt between the service line and the baseline, as in some country chair. That was, perhaps, soothing under a nighttime of clear stars. The Slowdown is a production of American Public Media in partnership with the Poetry Foundation. This project is also supported in part by the National Endowment for the Arts on the web at arts.gov. To get a poem delivered to you daily, go to slowdownshow.org and sign up for our newsletter. And find us on Instagram at slowdownshow. I'm Jane H., and I donate to The Slowdown. I've loved The Slowdown's format and mission from the first program I heard, bringing indispensable poems to us all. One poem a day, beautifully chosen, spoken, and framed. Please join me in supporting this program's future with your own gift today. Visit slowdownshow.org forward slash donate.